Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. My name is Sarah Ruth and I'll be your reader today. Today is Friday, December 8th, and it is the 25th of Kislev, on the Hebrew calendar. Today is the first day of Hanukkah. So happy Hanukkah. On this day in history, the Maccabees liberated the temple, and you can read this in 1 Maccabees 4. It says the 25th day of the ninth month, which is the month of Heslev. At the very season and on the very day that the Gentiles had profaned it, it was dedicated with songs and harps and lutes and cymbals. Also, Messiah is at the temple during Hanukkah. The possible date of this um, can be noted in John chapter 10, verse 22. And it says, at that time, the feast of the dedication took place at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Yeshua was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So again, um, if you want to learn more about Hanukkah, um, you know, it would be wise to read the first book of Maccabees, chapters 1 and chapter 2. Our parasha today is Vayeshev, and this means he settled. And our portion from the parasha... We have two portions today. It's going to be Genesis chapter 39, verses 7 through 23, and Numbers chapter 7, verses 1 through 17. Now, after these things, the master's wife lifted up her eyes at Joseph and said, Come lie down with me. But he refused. Look, he said to his master's wife, my master doesn't think about anything in the house with me in charge, and everything that belongs to him he is entrusted into my hand. No one in this house is greater than I, and he has withheld nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. So how can I commit this great evil and sin against God? So whenever she spoke to Joseph day after day, he did not listen to her invitation to lie down beside her to be with her. Now on one such day, he came into the house to do his work, and none of the people of the house were there in the house. Then she grabbed him by his garment, saying, Come lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand, fled, and went outside. When she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and fled outside, she screamed to the men of her house and said to them, 
Look, someone brought a Hebrew man to fool with us. He approached me to lie with me, so I screamed out loud. When he heard me raise my voice and scream, he left his garment with me, fled, and went outside. Then she kept the garment with her until his master came home. She spoke the same words to him, saying, The Hebrew slave that you brought us approached me to fool with me. When I raised my voice and screamed, he left his garment with me and fled outside. Now when his master heard the words his wife spoke to him, saying, Such are the things your slave did to me, his anger burned. Then Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. So there he was in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and extended kindness to him and gave him favor in the eyes of the commander of the prison. The commander of the prison entrusted into Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison, so that everything that was done there, he was responsible for it. The commander of the prison did not concern himself with anything at all under his care because the Lord was with him and the Lord made whatever he did successful. That concludes our readings in Genesis today. We have a second portion in the Torah, um, which is in Numbers. And it is in Numbers chapter 7. And we're going to read verses 1 through 17. When Moses finished setting up the tabernacle, he anointed and consecrated it and all its implements, the altar and all its utensils, and he anointed and consecrated them. Then the princes of Israel, heads of their ancestral houses, they were tribal princes in charge over those who were numbered, gave offerings. They brought as their gift before the Lord six covered carts and twelve oxen. A cart came from every two princes, and an ox from each one of them. They presented them before the tabernacle. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Accept these from them to use in the service of the tent of meeting. Give them to the Levites to use as each man's work requires. So Moses took the carts and the oxen, and he gave them to the Levites. He gave two carts and four oxen to the sons of Gershon, as their work required, and four carts and eight oxen to the sons of Merari, as their work required, under the direction of Ithamar, son of Aaron the Cohen. But to the sons of Kohath, he did not give any, because their responsibility was carrying the holy items on their shoulders. When the altar was anointed, the princes brought their dedication offerings and presented them before the altar. For the Lord had said to Moses, Each day one of the princes is to bring his offering for the altar's dedication. Bringing his offering on the first day was Nashan, son of Aminadab, from the tribe of Judah. His offering was one silver plate weighing 130 shekels, one silver basin weighing 70 shekels by the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them filled with fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, one ladle of ten shekels of gold filled with incense, one young bull from the herd, 
one ram, one male lamb, a year old, as a burnt offering, one male goat as a sin offering, and two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs, one year old, to be sacrificed as a fellowship offering. This was the offering of Nashan, son of Aminadab. And this concludes our Torah portions for today. Next, we're going to read from the prophets. And today we read from 1 Samuel chapter 15. Then Samuel said to Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint you as king over his people, over Israel. Now, therefore, listen to the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus says the Lord Zavaot, I remember what Amalek did to Israel, how he sat himself against him on the way while he was coming up from Egypt. Now go and strike down Amalek and put all he has under the ban of destruction. So have no pity on him, but kill both men and women, children and nursing infants, oxen and sheep, camels and donkeys. So Saul summoned the troops and numbered them in Talaim, 200,000 foot soldiers and 10,000 men of Judah. Saul advanced to the city of Amalek and lay in wait in the valley. Then Saul said to the Kenites, Go, depart, get down from among the Amalekites, or else I may destroy you with them, for you showed kindness to all B'nai Israel when they came up from Egypt. So the Kenites withdrew from among the Amalekites. Then Saul struck down the Amalekites from Havilah until you come to Shur, which is close to Egypt. He captured King Agag of Amalek alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag as well as the best of the sheep the cattle, even the fatlings and the lambs, and all that was good, since they were not willing to utterly destroy them. Everything that was worthless and feeble, they destroyed completely. Then the word of the Lord came to Samuel, saying, I regret that I made Saul king, for he has turned back from following me and has not carried out my commands. So Samuel was troubled And cried out to the Lord all night long. Then Samuel rose early in the morning to confront Saul. But it was reported to Samuel saying, Saul went to Carmel. For some reason, he erected a monument for himself. Then he turned and went down to Gilgal. Now when Samuel reached Saul, Saul said to him, Blessed are you of the Lord. I have carried out the Lord's command. But Samuel said, Then what is this bleeding of the sheep in my ears and the lowing of the oxen that I hear? They brought them from the Amalekites, Saul replied, for the people spared the best of the sheep and oxen to sacrifice to the Lord your God, but the rest we have utterly destroyed. Stop, Samuel said to Saul. Let me tell you what the Lord said to me last night. Stay on. He said, then Samuel said, isn't it true, though you were insignificant in your own eyes, that you were made head of the tribes of Israel? 
the Lord anointed you king over Israel. Then the Lord sent you on a mission and said, Go and utterly destroy the Amalekites, the sinners, and wage war against them until you annihilate them. Why then did you not obey the voice of the Lord, but rushed greedily into the spoil, doing what was evil in the Lord's eyes? But I did obey the voice of the Lord, Saul said to Samuel. I went on the mission on which the Lord sent me and brought back Agog, the king of Amalek, and utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took some of the spoil, sheep and oxen, the best of what was under the ban of destruction to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal. Samuel said, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, to pay heed than the fat of rams. For rebellion is like the sin of divination, and stubbornness is like iniquity and idolatry. Since you have rejected the Lord's word, he has also rejected you as king. Then Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed against the word of the Lord and your words, because I feared the people and listened to their voice. So now please pardon my sin and return with me that I may worship the Lord. But Samuel said to Saul, I will not return with you, for you have rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected you as king over Israel. As Samuel turned about to go, Saul seized the edge of his robe and it tore. Then Samuel said to him, The Lord has torn the kingship over Israel from you today and has given it to your neighbor who is better than you. Moreover, the eternal glory of Israel does not lie or change in his mind, for he is not human that he should change his mind. Then Saul said, I have sinned, but please honor me now before the elders of my people and before Israel and return with me until I bow and worship to the Lord your God. So Samuel returned after Saul and Saul bowed in worship to the Lord. Then Samuel said, bring me Agag, the king of Amalek. Agag approached him in chains, thinking, Surely bitter death has turned back. Then Samuel said, As your sword has made women childless, so will your mother be childless among women. Then Samuel cut Agag into pieces before the Lord in Gilgal. Samuel then went to Ramah, while Saul went up to his house in Gebeah of Saul. Samuel never did see Saul again until the day of his death. Yet Samuel mourned over Saul, while the Lord regretted that he had made Saul king over Israel. And that finishes our readings in the prophets. Now we're going to move on to the writings where we're going to read from Psalm 55. For the music director on stringed instruments, a contemplative song of David. Give ear, O God, to my prayer. 
and do not ignore my plea for help. Listen to me and answer me. I'm restless in my complaint and moan because of the voice of the enemy, because of the pressure of the wicked. For they thrust trouble on me and in anger bear a grudge against me. My heart shudders within me and the terrors of death sweep over me. Fear and trembling come upon me and horror has overwhelmed me. So I said, oh, that I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and find rest. Surely I would flee far away. I would stay in the wilderness. Selah. I would hurry to my shelter from the rushing wind of the storm. Lord, confuse and confound their speech, for I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they make the rounds on her walls. Iniquity and mischief are within her. Runes are in her midst. Oppression and deceit never leave her square. For if it were an armed enemy taunting me, I could endure it. If my foe was exalting himself over me, I could hide from him. But it is you, a man like me, my companion and my close friend. Together we enjoyed great fellowship. We used to walk with the throng in the house of God. Let desolation come upon them. Let them go down alive into Sheol, for evil is in their dwelling among them. As for me, I will call on God, and the Lord will save me. Evening, morning, and noon, I will complain and moan. Then he hears my voice. He will redeem my soul in shalom from the battle against me. For many are striving with me. God will hear and humble them. Yes, the one enthroned of old, Selah. Nothing changes. They do not fear God. My companion put forth his hands against those at peace with him as he violates his covenant. Smoother than butter was his speech, yet war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken, but you, O God, will bring them down to the pit of destruction. Bloodthirsty, deceitful men will not live out half their days, but I, I will trust in you. We have read the writings, and lastly, we are going to go to the apostolic writings and read from Mark. Chapter 10, verses 32 through 52. They were on the way going up to Jerusalem, and Yeshua was going ahead of them. And they were amazed, while those who followed were fearful. Again, Yeshua took the twelve aside and began to tell them what was going to happen to him. He said, Look, We are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the ruling Kohanim and the Torah scholars. They will condemn him to death and hand him over to the Gentiles. They will mock him and spit on him, scourge him and kill him. Yet after three days, he will rise again. 
Then Jacob and John, the sons of Zebedee, come up to him, saying, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Let us sit, one on your right and one on your left, in your glory. But Yeshua answered them, You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup I drink or endure the immersion I must endure? They said to him, We are able. And Yeshua said to them, You will drink the cup I drink, and you will endure the immersion I must endure. But to sit on my right or my left is not mine to grant. It is for those for whom it has been prepared. Now when the ten heard, they started to get angry with Jacob and John. And calling them over, Yeshua said to them, You know those recognized as rulers of the nations lorded over them, and their great ones play the tyrant over them. Yet it is not this way among you. But whoever wants to be great among you shall be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you shall be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Then they came to Jericho. Now as Yeshua was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a large crowd, Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Yeshua of Nazareth, he cried out, Ben David, Yeshua, have mercy on me. Many were warning him to be quiet, but he kept crying out all the more, Ben David, have mercy on me. Yeshua stopped and said, Call him over. So they called the blind man, saying, Take heart. Get up. He's calling you. Throwing off his cloak, he jumped up and came to Yeshua. And answering him, Yeshua said, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see again. Yeshua said to him, Go. Your faith has made you well. Instantly he regained his sight and began following Yeshua down the road. And this concludes our readings in the apostolic writings for today. However, if you're reading through the apostolic writings twice in this reading cycle, please also read 1 Corinthians 14 verses 1 through 19 today. It has been such a joy to be reading for Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I'm Sarah Ruth reading to you from the Appalachian Mountains of Georgia. Happy Hanukkah.